0: good evening church family it's good to be with you again for our wednesday night service and it's my hope and prayer that we would join our hearts together in god's word and and grow and in, in understanding and obedience to god's direction for us let's pray dear gracious father lord we just thank you so much for your love and we praise you for uh, the great joy that comes with being a child of god and lord we thank you for uh allowing us to uh, to uh, study Your Word and to allow it to speak to our hearts. And Lord we, Lord, we pray that as we continue to study Your Word and as we seek to, to understand uh, Your direction for our life, Lord, that You would help us to grow in Your Spirit, grow in Your understanding. Lord, that we might be Your people and that we might live according to Your desire and will. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, this evening we're going to continue in our study of the fruits of the Spirit. And it's my hope and prayer that God has blessed you with... Uh, our time in studying Galatians. If you don't remember where this is, we're in Galatians five, verse twenty-two is the primary verse that relates to the fruit of the spirit. But as we have uh, looked and, and as we have seen, <clears throat> this passage of scripture is more than just the one verse. It is a whole section of scripture that relates to the purpose of, of Paul writing to the church at Galatia and and uh, helping them to understand. Uh, the significance of what he's writing based on what is happening in their life and for many people uh, though uh, whenever we think about the fruits of the spirit uh, let's be honest a lot of you probably look at love joy and peace the ones that we have already gone over as being the more uh important uh fruits of the Spirit and while they are very important to be a part of our life and as we've seen uh, how they uh, begin to lend the attributes of God into our life and as as we are uh, people of God and searching to find ways in which we can live as God would have us to live uh, we continue to see that all of these uh, fruits of the Spirit are important and essential uh, in the Christian's life and uh, very important in the life of the church at Galatia and the follower there uh, as Paul was relating to them uh, the significance of what uh, they were learning at his instruction in their life. Remember, Paul helped uh, them as young believers, helped them come to know Christ, helped them to to form a church. And so this Church of Galatia are people that Paul is very familiar with and intimate with. And uh, it's his desire that they continue to grow in Christ and uh, not falter as a church, but rather that they would uh, be more like Christ. Now, again, uh, let me remind you that Paul is dealing with people that are coming into Galatia and they are saying uh things that uh are not uh the truth they're not they're trying to teach the these believers that in order to be a true uh follower of Christ they had to uh, begin to uh, follow the the uh, uh, laws of Moses they had to become Jewish in their uh, understanding in order for them to receive the Jewish Messiah uh, Jesus Christ and so uh, they they were telling them they have to uh, uh, for instance they had to be circumcised they had to follow the Ten Commandments they had to uh, begin to live a life as a Jewish individual in order for them to accept Jesus into their life now Paul is trying to help them to understand understand that all of those things that were a part of the law were uh, not were incapable of bringing them to salvation but rather he's helping them to understand that those uh, those laws that uh, that are a part of the law of Moses, uh, they basically leave the uh, the believer with an insufficient way of being uh, complete in Christ, and and Paul is trying to help them to understand that they need to walk in the Spirit. They they if they walk in in if they live a life that is bound by the law. Uh, then uh, it is them trying to live a life good enough uh, in order to uh, to be able to to have a relationship with god and uh Paul points out the important fact that none of us are good enough none of us are Capable of living our life uh, according to the law in the appropriate way, he says. Look, the uh, the works of the flesh, uh, the 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 flesh are uh, manifest in that they are adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, uh, hatred, vengeance, uh, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, and heresies, envying, uh, murders, drunkenness, revelling, uh, and such things like these says if you want to live a life that is is bound up in the law you'll find yourself that you'll continue to be uh, moving back to these attributes of the flesh because you're trying to pin your salvation on things that you can accomplish in the flesh you can't uh, uh, Paul is trying to help them to understand that that we are unable to uh, to Live our life in the flesh and be able to earn our way to salvation he says it 's not possible for us to uh, to live good enough we're uh, and and as Christians on this end uh, uh, with a twenty twenty lens looking back uh, two thousand years at what paul is is trying to say and and other teachings that have filled our life, uh, we understand that uh, there 's no way for us to live. Uh, in a way to bring salvation to our life that if we uh, sit here and we continue to try and, and live good enough then we'll never live good enough. The, the Ten Commandments were given to us in a way to help us to understand that we need a Savior in Jesus Christ, that we need uh, Jesus to come and to bring salvation to us because we cannot accomplish it in ourselves. And so Paul is is uh, striving to help these uh, young believers to, to understand that they need to live in the Spirit. They need to live and walk in the Spirit. Uh, and if they live in the Spirit of God, uh, then they will receive the fruits of the Spirit and they are the antithesis of the fruits of or the the works of the flesh. That They are love and joy and peace and long-suffering and gentleness and goodness and faith, meekness and temperance. temperance. And against against such things, he says, there is no law. You cannot possibly uh, live laws well enough to receive these, he says, uh, these are only uh, attributes that come from uh, the Spirit of God, from from God's uh, presence living in our life. Now, uh, many, like I said, many of you may think that love, joy, and peace are, are more important, but patience, uh, the one that we're going to look at today, patience or long suffering, uh, is an attribute that I think is is essential in our life. It is something that 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 we cannot live as Christians without long-suffering or patience. Uh, Well, the word patience here comes from uh, a a Greek word uh, that is uh, rarely used in non-Jewish Greek writings within the Septuagint, which is the, um, as the, the writings, of uh, the Greek New Testament, uh, this word of patience uh, that is used for patience here is only used four times. It is a word that that means uh, not just patience. It means uh, steadfastness it means long-suffering it means uh, standing in the face of persecution or provocation it is an attribute that uh, we need a part of our life and it is an attribute of god uh, that is given by the spirit of god Uh, this this idea of god Uh, let's break it down in in these terms Uh, uh, think of your life before you came to know Christ Uh, think of your life before you knew Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior how often as you look back as you think about Excuse me. As you think about your turn back to God, uh, consider and think about all the many times that God uh, was reaching out to you uh, to bring you salvation, to pull you to salvation. How many times did uh, God express His love to you? Uh, well, I can guarantee you that no matter how many times that you realize the. The hand of God reaching out to you, no matter how many times you you are have, were aware of God's love uh, being expressed to you uh, to bring you salvation. I can guarantee you that there were many more times in which God expressed His love to you that that you didn't even noticed, that you didn't even uh, acknowledge, that you uh, perhaps there were even times in which God expressed His love and I, and I think all of us are, are this way, that God expressed His love towards us many times, that we just ignored God, that we turned our back on God, that we, we refused God and look at how patient God was towards you. His long-suffering love was there for us when we finally did turn to Him. And look at all the many times in which God has expressed His love towards mankind. In an effort to bring man's salvation, God has time and time again shown His patience and His love towards mankind to, to allow us to, to have the, the love of God expressed towards us, to have God's love uh, showered upon us and how many times has uh, has humanity turned its back upon God that is God's patience his long suffering in the face of of persecution in the face of uh, provocation God uh, demonstrated his love towards us even while we were sinners He sent Jesus Christ to die for us. That's patience. And think about all the times in which God expressed His love towards Israel. The many times throughout that 40 years that they wandered in the wilderness many times that God as he was bringing the children of Israel out of the uh, out of bondage of slavery in Egypt and taking them to the promised land how many times did they sin against God how many times did they grumble how many times did they uh, uh, fuss and and, and accuse God of just simply taking them out into the wilderness to die how many times did, did God uh exhibit patience and long-suffering towards the people of Israel and allowed uh, His love to be expressed towards them in spite of their uh, spitefulness, in spite of their lack of love, in spite of the fact that they rejected Him and constantly turning their back upon Him. God expressed His love time and time and time again towards the people of Israel towards mankind and throughout just think about not just in the history of Israel but in the history of humanity all throughout the old testament how many times did god display his love towards us and how many times did did humanity and mankind turn their back against god constantly turning away from god desiring to to live the our life according to our own desires, our own dictates, our own uh, uh, desires. And so uh, these are many times in which God, uh, there are many times throughout Scripture that God expressed His love towards us and He continued to shower us with His love. Uh, In Exodus chapter 34, verse 6, we see uh, that, uh, and it says, And the Lord passed by before him and proclaimed the Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long suffering and abundant in goodness and truth, keeping mercy for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgressions and sin. And that will by no means clear the guilt, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children and upon the children's children unto the third and fourth generations. Moses is exposed to the long-suffering of God. And we see that this word is used as an attribute of God and His patience towards us. And time and time again throughout Scripture, we see uh, reference after reference of God displaying His loving-kindness and specifically stating that He is uh, as patient towards us. Allowing uh, uh, mankind to to continue to exhibit. Freedom in declaring their feelings toward God, and yet, in spite of the fact that they demonstrate a lack of de- and a desire of loving God, that God continued time and time again to love upon mankind, to love humanity, showing mercy, showing kindness, showing uh, gentleness and goodness and love towards us. When well, we didn't deserve it, When we did not reciprocate in love towards God, He continued to shower us with His love. And so Paul is saying uh, this is an attribute of God that we need to have within our life. Throughout Scripture, it also is an attribute of God and Christ towards other people. Many times Jesus Christ exhibited a patience and a love towards humanity that was not deserved, that was uh, a, uh, an attribute of His love. In Romans chapter 2, verse 4, Paul says to, uh, to uh, those who are... Um, uh, he is writing to in this, in this uh, passage of Scripture. He says, Or despisest thou the riches of His goodness and forbearance and longsuffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leadeth thee to repentance. God's goodness is demonstrated to us continue to be demonstrated to us over and over and over and over again that God would express His love towards us. Romans chapter 9 and verse uh, 22 specifically says, and what if God, willing to show His wrath and to make his power known, endured with much long suffering the vessels of wrath fitted to destruction, and that he might make known the riches of his glory on the vessels of mercy which he had afore prepared unto glory, even us whom he hath called, not of the Jews only, but of the Gentiles. Paul again is demonstrating the fact that God has shown his long suffering God has shown his mercy he has shown over and over and over again that he is displaying his patience with us and this word is also used in the New Testament in the sense of a patient endurance of wrong against God without anger or taking vengeance so oftentimes we're willing to be patient as long as someone doesn 't do wrong towards us oh that 's when it 's hard for us to demonstrate the patience of God and allowing someone to do some kind of of wrong towards us and we're we're, we're we're eager to to pounce on them and to and to say aha you know uh, whenever someone who's done bad towards us gets uh, some kind of of judgment towards them some kind of of bad thing to them we we sit back and we say yeah okay there's god he's taking care of me he's 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 showing them uh that they shouldn't be messing with me that's not showing god's patience The love of God is demonstrated in His patience in that when wrong is done towards us, done toward Him, He is willing to demonstrate His love, continued love, without any anger, without any retribution, without any uh, uh, showing of trying to to bring about bad towards someone else. When... uh, they have done wrong towards him we need to have that kind of that same kind of attitude an attitude of loving towards those who who do us wrong a loving attitude towards those who who have wronged us without any anger without any retribution And here Paul is talking to a group of people who have had lots of wrong done towards them. They have been abused. They have gone through a lot at the hands of the Roman uh, soldiers, at the hands of the Roman government. And Typically, they and remember the Jewish and uh, the Jewish people, the uh, the Israelites. They were looking for a Messiah to come and to bring the vengeance of God, to bring about uh, God's retribution on all those who had done the people of Israel wrong. And God is calling us to us a, to a, a patient love that doesn't seek retribution when we have something done against us. And Jesus told us that we need to, to be willing to, to be good towards those that, are, that wrong us and despise us and uh, maliciously uh, do things against us. He encouraged His followers to, to be willing to not just simply to turn the other cheek, but when a Roman soldier would come up to them and force them to, to, uh, to do manual labor, which was the right of the Roman guard to force those who were uh, under uh, the uh, the rule of the Roman uh, government to force someone to, to carry their pack to force someone to do work and labor for them. Jesus said, "Not only do what they demand of you but do us do some, even more. It was required of those under Ro- Roman rule to to carry the pack of a Roman soldier a mile. Jesus said, don't carry it just one mile. Carry it for two. When someone takes your cloak, give them your tunic as well. When someone does you wrong, be willing to go an extra mile to demonstrate the long-suffering of God, the patience of God, to allow that individual to understand and know the love of God. Paul urged his readers to have uh, their love lived out in their life, to live out their faith in terms of patience towards uh, those, uh, towards one another, and towards each other. That we're to have a patience and a desire to to demonstrate the love of god even when we're being mistreated when the other, when people are are uh you know one of the things that is so hard in today's society is that people are wise about how we're to live as christians people know and understand uh how we're to live as a, a child of god they they're aware of what it means to be a christian and so many times uh, they will do things, they'll be hateful and ugly towards us, they'll be mean, they'll curse at us, they'll uh, say all kinds of, of vile things about us, or, or they'll lie about us and, or, and take advantage of us because we, uh, we, we, we're supposed to love others. We're to, we're to demonstrate the love of Christ. We're not to, to speak ill of others. We're to, to turn the other cheek. And, and so they'll do all kinds of things against us to see, oh, okay, uh, let's see how good a Christian you are. Let's see if, if Jesus Christ really makes a difference in your life. Let's see if, if what we do to you today makes you lash out at us the way we would if you did it to us, because what they're wanting to do is to, to throw it in your face and say, Look, see, you're not any better than we are. You, and the, the fact is, is, they don't believe that, that God has made a change in our life. And if they do think that we're trying to live according to the way in which God is leading us, that we're seeking to live in the Spirit of God, then they're willing and they're ready to take advantage of us, to, to use those things in their favor. And so they'll throw the things in our face like, oh, judge not lest ye also be judged. Turn the other cheek. All these things that they know is in, in Scripture. And so what we need to understand is, as Christians is that we need to, to live out our faith, to have patience with people, the patience of God, allowing people to do foolish things against us, allowing people to do these things against us, not because we see ourselves as a as a floor mat or a, a rug to be walked all over or to be taken advantage of, but because we're demonstrating an attribute of God, His patience towards us. When we were vile towards Him, He was patient with us continued to show us his love continued to demonstrate his love towards us waiting for the day in which we understood what he was doing and came in repentance to him we need to have the same kind of patience with each other the same kind of patient love demonstrated towards those who are still outside of the love of christ we're to demonstrate His attributes in our life, to be a child of God, to be patient, to wait for them to see and understand the love of God without provocation, without uh, a, a way of seeking vengeance or ang- with anger in our life. But we need to show the patience of God. How patient are you? Do you demonstrate... These attributes of God, of love, of an agape love, loving people with the love of God, of joy, of, of understanding all that God has done for you in the midst of, of sorrow, in the midst of sadness, to still have great joy at what God has done in your life. Of peace, a peace that is overwhelming. patience or long-suffering, whichever one you want to see. They, it means the same thing. Patience. It's my prayer that God will help you to grow in these fruits, to develop these fruits as attributes in your life. Let's pray. Dear gracious Father, Lord, we pray that you'd help us to continue to grow in our patience towards one another, in our love towards one another, in our desire to demonstrate the attributes of the the, uh, the fruits of the Spirit of God living in us, to live and to walk in the Spirit of God, that we might overcome the the, the things of the the works of the flesh, that that we might allow the fruits of the Spirit of God living within us to be seen in our life in jesus name we pray amen well church family i want to encourage you as you seek to live and to walk in in the pathway of god I want to encourage you also to remember uh, that this sunday we will be meeting in, at church in person uh, we'll be having our worship service in the uh, outside uh, beside the church and we'll be Uh, under tents and uh, sitting in chairs all around. If you feel uncomfortable uh, being uh, around others, even with social distancing and outside, uh, you're welcome to drive your car and park behind the tents and still be able to participate in the uh, church service, but not getting out of your car so that you still have that added layer of protection. Or if you're afraid of falling, uh, walking through the uh the churchyard uh you can do that as well stay in your car if you still are too afraid to do that uh we will continue to podcast our services you'll still have the opportunity uh to hear the message uh you'll uh, get it a little bit later than we've been giving it to you uh uh because it'll be after our service and after I have a chance to upload it uh but you'll still have an opportunity to hear uh the message that way if you're still uh, Taking greater precautions because of your health, we want you to worship God the best way possible, and we want to encourage you to not only come together in Christ, but uh, also to to uh, invite others to be a part of our fellowship as well. Uh, hope to see you on Sunday at 9:30, Sunday May 31st at 9:30, beside Mount Olive Baptist Church. And we will join together and worship God and sing His praises as we join in the family of God. Until then, God bless you.